Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlund here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast here. The title of the day's message is, Do You Want to Be Made Well? Jesus said these words in John chapter 5 to a lame man who was next to the pool of Bethesda. And it seems like a no-brainer question. Do you want to be made well? But I've learned from experience that question isn't as easy to answer as we might think. Now, we'll get to that in a moment, but I, I, I love the questions that God asks in the Bible and asks different people. And when God asks a question, he's not so much looking for information, but it's actually a, an opportunity for revelation for the one whom is being asked the question. You know, like in Genesis 3.11, who told you that you were naked? Ezekiel 37.3, can these bones live? 2 Kings 4.2, what do you have in your house? 1 Kings 19.9, Elijah, what are you doing here in this cave? Exodus 4.2, Moses, what is in your hand? And then this one, John 5.6, do you want to be made well? When Jesus asked him that question, the sick man answered him, Sir, I have no one to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. But when I am coming, another steps down before me. Jesus said to him, Rise, take up your bed and walk. And immediately the man was made well, took up his bed and walked. This question, do you want to be made well? is the antidote or the opportunity to overcome the victim mindset. (laughs) You know, the Lord's asked me in different seasons of my life, Steve, do you want to be made well? So that's basically the question he's, he's asking me. I'm in a situation where I think I'm a victim of, of circumstances, people, finances, what's going on in my nation or whatever, what's going on in my family. And I start to believe that those things are disempowering me. I start to believe that those things are are putting me at a disadvantage. If I did not have those things happening or those seeming restrictions in my life, then I could really live. (laughs) The the question, you know, do you want to be made well? I, I say, well, Lord, let me think about that a little bit. Because if I'm made well then I'm going to have to get rid of my excuses. Because I'm going to have to get rid of my excuses to be made well. The reasons why. The reasons why I'm not responsible. The reasons why I'm not consistently honoring or loving. The reasons why I just give up on certain things that I I know are, are my calling. I know are within me. And so that question, do you want to be made well? When we answer the question, yes, yes, Lord, I want to be made well, it starts a powerful process in our lives. And I want to be made more well than ever before. Obviously, the moment we receive Jesus, we become the, what the Bible says, born again in John 3, Hebrews 10, 14, he has perfected forever those who are being sanctified The moment I become born again, I'm perfect. But sanctification is really on one level 
the process of becoming well. And I'm talking to people today who God's making well. I'm talking to people who are overcoming the victim mindset. We're not victims, we're victors. And the victim mindset, again, wants us to believe that we are at a disadvantage because of certain factors. Now, I will say this. Yes, all of us at some level are in a seemingly disadvantaged state. Again, could be health, could be financial, could be relational, could be geographically located, country we're from, etc. All of us have a certain level of disadvantage in our experience, but we are not at a disadvantage. We are not at a disadvantage. I used to think I was a victim of four things. Uh, I thought I was a victim of the devil. If the devil wasn't after me so much, I could really do something. <laughs> I thought I was a victim of my past. Why couldn't that be like Bill Johnson, senior leader of Bethel Church, fifth generation pastor's son? Instead, my past is I was an insecure, burnout, paranoid hippie who got saved. Baggage pops up every once in a while because of that past. Bill doesn't have that. So I think I'm at a disadvantage or I'm a victim of that. Or I think I'm a victim of the people in my life. I'm a victim of what they're doing. I'm a victim of being in a family. Gideon, that's what he said in Judges 6, that his family was the least of all families. He was the least in the family. He's a victim of his family. That's what he argued to the angel and God, that he couldn't, he couldn't do it. And the other thing I thought I was a victim of is, again, well, it's these peop the people. The people you've given me. I'm trying to fly like an eagle, but I'm landlocked with all these prairie chickens. <laughs> these people that are in my life. And then the last that I thought I was a victim of was a preordained plan of God that put limits on me. A preordained plan of God that put limits on me. That's a, that victim mindset did not, I didn't really verbalize that, but I just started believing that by sitting in church. Yes, you've created Bill Johnson, level 10 Christian, Benny Hinn, Wright Hart Bonnke, Billy Graham, they're level 10, but I was predestined to be level three if and I've really sacrificed and surrender, maybe I can get up to 3.2. Lord says you're not a victim of any of those things. You're not a victim of the devil, your past, the people in your life, my preordained plan that has put limits on you, or, or just even you're not a victim of the circumstances around you. You're just a victim of your own bad beliefs. The only thing that can stop you, ultimately, is what you believe and what you're, what you're concluding. I'm, I'm hearing over you who's listening. I'm hearing not only is God bringing breakthrough, has, has brought breakthrough over the victim mindset, but he's actually giving you a calling and an anointing to break it off other people. Because whenever we embrace that, all, all forward movement stops uh, on one level. I recently did a blog, Five Excuses of the Victim Mindset. I did a podcast on it. Some of you might remember that. The five excuses that I, I listed was excuse number one of the victim mindset. I don't have enough time. Excuse number two, I don't have enough money. Number three, I will probably fail. Number four, I do not have the proper skills. And number five, people are holding me back. And obviously there's an overlap with the things that I said that I thought I was a victim of. 
But we, we start to understand and we go after those things. What, what, what are the reasons that I'm saying that I can't do it? That I can't live to the fullest? That I can't reach my potential? Matthew 12, 34 says, Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. I love to listen to the reasons why I think I can't do it. I love to listen to whatever I think is hard. And this thing, do you want to be made well, is so powerful. I mean, it is just a penetrating question. Thank you, Lord. Yes, we want to be made well. And I'll say it again. The moment we say, yes, Lord, I want to be made well, His supernatural grace comes into our life to cause us to start getting well like never before. And it's going to require us believing something higher than what we're experiencing. It's going to require us of letting go of some things, of some excuses. <laughs> You know, I, I want to close the message and just talk about the fourth thing I thought I was a victim of, a preordained plan of God that put limits on me. I mean, that one is so big. That one is, it just has its tentacles and so much in our life. And, and it creates bad theology. It creates bad identities. It would seem to believe that if something is difficult, I do not have the gift it uses negative comparison. And certainly God has unique callings for us. He has different areas for each of us of giftings that are going to be more prominent. But I know this, that I used to and sometimes do now, and many other believers actually limit their lives through a subconscious belief that God has put limitations on their life. If God wanted us to think with limitations and to think small, he did a bad job in telling us so. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Nothing is impossible to him who believes. All things are possible to him who believes. These things that I do, you will do also. And greater things will I do, will you do, because I go to the Father. Romans 12, 2 takes all limitations off of our lives because there's no limit to how much I can renew my mind so there's no limit to how much I can be transformed my 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 do you want to be made well yes Lord we do <laughs> we really do even though there's a hesitancy in us maybe we do thanks so much for listening to this podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries and I'm Steve Backlund and I want to remind you that we're here to ignite your hope there's no hopeless circumstances. There's just people who do not have hope. And once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. Hope is the belief that the future will be better than the present, and I have the power to help make it so. I believe after love, hope is the most powerful leadership influential quality in the home, in the church, in business, in relationships, in the nation, in the school. I believe it's the most second most powerful thing. God asked Ezekiel in Ezekiel 37, can these bones live? Basically, he's saying, Ezekiel, do you have hope for these bones? Do you see a future for the bones? Basically, Ezekiel, what you think is going to determine what I can do. And then I want to remind you also, the joy of the Lord is your strength. We don't need strength at the end of the battle. We need strength in the middle of the battle. 
I used to say, Lord, when all my problems are over, then I will become joyful. Is that okay with you? He said, no, that's not how this thing works. There's never a convenient season to walk in radical joy. Pretty much for everybody listening today, either too tired to be joyful, too much disappointment with God to be joyful, disappointment with yourself, disappointment with people, family issues, national issues, media messages, financial joy in a more convenient season, I will call for you. (laughs) No, it's true. We stir it up today. We stir up. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. I rejoice in the Lord always. Thank you, Father. It starts with thanksgiving. Just start thanking him. Start thanking him just for eternal life. Thank him for his goodness. Thank him for his promises. Thank you for the blessings that you have. And, And then just stir up that joy. It's your strength. Hey, before I sign off, I wanted to mention to you again that in September, I'm recording this in July of 2020. September of 2020, we're starting our online transformational mind renewal course. Five-month online course. It's going to be powerful. Taking the five steps of radical mind renewal. Taking one of those steps per month. This is going to be Uh, ideal for those who want systematic training in the renewing of the mind to get breakthrough in their life, to overcome in themselves and help others overcome self-limiting beliefs. It's going to be an ideal setting for those who uh, want to have a greater mentoring from me and from my team. I know I do a, a measure of mentoring within these podcasts, but it's going to take it to a much higher level. And also, It's going to be a step for those, this course is going to be a step for those who would potentially become Igniting Hope belief trainers. And we're not saying everybody who's going to do the course will become belief trainers, but many, we're we're, we're trusting that many will. And so if you're not signed up for our newsletter, then I suggest you go to ignitinghope.com, sign up, because then you will, we're going to be sending out very soon an email about the course that you're going to want to see with great information, with prices, more details. Also go to Igniting Hope Facebook for information on that. Hey, God bless you. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. If you like these, tell somebody else about them. And also, if you ever want to sow into Igniting Hope and just help us to get this message of hope increased in great ways. You can go to ignitinghope.com and click donate. Thanks so much. God bless. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.